I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, my gorgeous angels. How are we? Uh, This is the last week of myself and Sophie's Easter holidays. We've been at weddings. We've been at hens. We've been in Ireland. We've been in Cairo. We've been all over the gaff. So we hope you enjoy this episode. It's one of my personal faves, uh, full of hopefully some funny stories you can reminisce and re-listen to. It is when me and Sophie put on our lab coats and put our glasses down to our nose and we became researchers, investigators, laboratorists. We did loads of research into the dating Do's and don'ts, and it is delicious. Hello, and welcome back to Thirty Flirty and Perishing. You're joined here by Clara Kavna, Radio Nova, and Olympic sports player Sophie Lyons. Welcome back. Don't sound like um. Sleep us in Seattle. <laughs> yeah, you're one. Jonah. You do. Is your father there, Jonah? <laughs> anyway, sorry, girls. Welcome back to 30, 30 and Perishing. The Current Girly Affairs podcast. Brought to you by, by <laughs> the Current Girly Affairs. Team. We have a lot to talk about this week. We've gathered a lot of raw data. We've been out in the field <laughs> with our glasses and our lab coats. <laughs> and and clipboards. <laughs> And we can't wait to share it with you. So, Jador and Jatess is going to be super quick and super sexy. Clara, bosh, what's your Jador? Bosh. bosh. I actually forgot. Oh, okay. I have uh, an A and a B, or like a big one and then a little one. Big main one is uh, dancing in my bedroom. I was. <laughs> it was something I used to do when I was younger, and I used to, like, my family home, <laughs> the bedroom has an ensuite. So, I would always pull my stereo in. To my bathroom and have a disco shower, disco shaz. Oh, I love doing that. So, or just then like, you'd get out and then you'd have another little dance. And I started listening to some old, old school um, Christina Aguilera. <laughs> and you couldn't get me out of the room. I was so late to any of my things over the last four days. Were you like Cameron Diaz in Charlie's Angels? But like not as sexy. But that kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like, like dance like no one's watching. That's beautiful. It was I really good. I haven't done that. I couldn't recommend it more. And then if you have headphones, you can be like as loud as you want. Or else, like if your neighbours don't care, just crank the volume to 11 <laughs> and shake that touch. Like it makes me feel amazing. And I'm like, why don't I do this more? And then I'm like, do, am I worried about my neighbours looking at me? And I'm like, definitely not. Because like, I have a lot of windows when I look at mine. And I just, it makes me feel so great. And... <laughs> I'm in a much better mood. <laughs> the end. Oh, P.S. Sorry, I need to make a retract. What? A redact? What do you do when you say something and you, when the papers make a mistake and then they um, they issue like an apology? Isn't that redact? Yeah, I need to do that about The Sopranos. So I feel like when I was talking about them a while ago and I was like, oh, nothing to watch. Or is it retractment? That buzz. That viral genre. <laughs> And now, it took, okay, it did take 10 to maybe 12 episodes to get into it. But now I am really hooked. So if you were thinking of getting into Sopranos, weren't you? I highly recommend. It just ta- is taking me a while to understand. They speak so quickly and their mafia language is so quick. I sometimes actually have to watch it with subtitles because I feel like I'm missing a lot. But I don't think I've ever even seen a clip. Like it's so funny, but you really have to pay attention. Understood. He's one of them is like giving out to a referee because they're at their like daughter's football game. He's like, get away from me, you fucking zebra. I'm like, that's really, (laughs) really good. But oh, it is so good. Carmela's my favorite. I thought Tony Soprano would have a deeper voice. He actually has kind of a squeaky voice. And the twists and turns are coming now. And I'm like, really. So I would like to say 
just in case people were worried, I now have something to watch and I really adore The Sopranos. Where do I watch it? It's on Sky. I have Sky Go. I'd say it's on Now TV. Okay. There you go. What is your Shador? My Shador is really simple and really easy. It's similar to your butter one last week. Go on. Cheese twists. Oh my God. Now, sorry, I need, I have key questions. Where'd you get them from? Are they the hard ones or are they the kind of croissanty ones? I didn't know there was a hard one. Uh, yeah, I've had them with like, you know, like a, like a breadstick with cheese. No, 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 no. It's like a croissant. Oh, do you heat them up? No, because you don't need to. I like it when they're like a bit old, like they're the end of the day. Where'd I fear for what's going to happen to my body shape. <laughs> <laughs> in Sainsbury's local. And I went in one day and I was having like a really bad day and I was like, I'll cheat myself to, or I'll treat myself to <laughs> I'll cheat and treat. And I went in and they were all gone. And it oh. happens a lot because I think the rest of the population are on my energy. Oh. But I just, I can't get enough of them. I can't stop thinking about them. <laughs> I want to start every day with a cheese twist. How many do you get? Oh, just the one. I'm not an animal. What? I'd have to get two. Really? Yeah. Anyway, that's mine. I All I want to talk about is cheese twists. Do you put anything on them or do Absolutely you eat them? Absolutely not. It's just raw. I would heat them up if I were you. I've never even thought to crit- do that. Speaking of critiquing your drawers, I would heat that up if I were you. I'd eat them for breakfast, lunch and dinner for the rest of my life. Oh. I love them. Yeah. Wash this space. I'll be getting bigger pants next week. <laughs> <laughs> What's your test? My test is Justin Timberlake. Isn't that a bit of an old test? Like, didn't he get cancelled a few years ago? From the Britney thing? Um, Several things. The Jessica Biel, he got caught cheating on her. Mm-hmm. Released a public apology. That's why I hate him. Britney and Janet... At in the same, same time, apology. In the same apology. That's why I hate Silly. I know, sorry, I know he's been... Count- I don't know if he's fully been cancelled. I just think people have like... I thought he had. Slowly started to just not really like him. With the Time's Up movement, mm. he went to like the Grammys or something and he didn't get it. Like he didn't get what was going on. And he took a picture of Jessica Biel at the time and goes, wow, like look how hot my wife is. Hashtag Time's Up. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I was like what an I- you're an idiot and I'm listening to this podcast called you know there's that old Hollywood podcast called you must remember this it tells those kind of old Hollywood stories and scandals there's one that I found called Le do you remember this and it's about you know that club Le do from the hills and it's <laughs> it's all naughties pop Your culture scandals searching ability on podcasts <laughs> I had loads of people being like, I can't wait to listen to that Flimily conspiracy forward. thing. Yeah. And then I found it because it kind of comes up as you might like. Le do you remember this? And it's the, actually the image for the podcast is so funny. It's just, it's written on like someone's, uh, the bum, you know, like juicy on the bum of the tracksuit. Or like the rock and Republic jeans. Yeah, yeah, on the bum. And it's like, Le do you remember this? So, and it goes through, like, it's, I think episode one is like Paris and Lindsay Lohan's feud. Then it goes into the Spidey love story. It goes into the hills. Oh my. It is so good. And they do a Britney and Justin episode. And um, she made this fabulous point. So when Justin released, him and Britney had broken up. Justified. Yes. And he came out with, ain't nobody love you like I love you. Like I love you. And that went in at number 11. Okay. And like for the who he was and kind of the caliber that he had. And it was, this was his first like solo single oh, I it since. Oh, was Crimea River. No, no, wait. Oh. And that came out and went in at number 11, which is so low. They expected it to go to like number one. Okay. Then what they did, his PR team started this like, I know all the Britney fans already know this, but like this vilifying Britney Spears, Crimea River wasn't supposed to be released. They booted into it as his second release, make the video all about Britney with the lookalike and then tie Justin to this Britney, oh, you cheated on me story, which jackhammers him to the top of the charts. And then people started listening to Like I Love You. And he basically just used Britney Spears. And then when he was like, you know, when he said like, oh, I had sex with Britney yeah, on that radio show. He's just not a nice man. It's like, leave, leave poor Britney alone. And also like... Why be a gent? Be a gentleman. Like, why are you still a dick? Because I feel like he's always like, oh, my mom is like the most important woman in my life. And I'm like, yeah, but you're still ratting out like people you had sex with and stuff. No, he's not a nice guy. I think that's very fair. But I think a common one now as well. 
I know. I'm just so... The thought of them really annoys me. What's yours? That's a fair one. Mine is these electrical scooters that are just t- taking over the planet. Oh, I'm so glad they're not allowed on trains now. They're allowed on every pass. <laughs> this woman earlier, I was like, what will my jetess uh, be? And I was like, I'm not really hating anything. And this woman goes, excuse me. And then came and almost took me off the path. They shouldn't be allowed on the path. They, they should shouldn't. be in the cycling. Yeah. They wreck my head, even though I do want to try one in a park, but <laughs> yeah. not on public spaces. But like, people go so fast on them and don't wear helmets. They're banned in a lot of cities. Yeah, I don't think it's... And there's no helmets, correct? It's been, on the well, path. The, the, the bar spikes are the Dublin bikes, so you don't need a helmet for them, and it's like... That's so silly, then. You should. I'm like, I used to cycle them. Have you been on the jump bike? No. The, or, like, luminous orange Uber bikes? Oh, oh yeah, no. Oh, they're thrill and a half. Now, oh, that's wow. what you're doing on Sunday. Oh, Oh, you do one pedal and it's like five, ten revelations. My mum calls it the hand of God. <laughs> Pushing it on. Literally. I'd highly recommend Anyway, I don't like them. They're terrible. No, they're ski scooters. They shouldn't be allowed on footpaths. No. And I was walking down the canal and this guy came down on an e-scooter and he was like, keep left. And I was like, Sir, that's not a rule. And if anything, it's keep right. On the That canal is... Oh, hazardous I, I know someone who knows a guy who fell in one day because of one of those altercations I'd never get in a over suit. that and a guy fell in because you know the way the bikes come and you yeah it's and it's tiny it's so slight narrow okay, he fell in I'd call in sick if that happened to me I'd be like I'm not I'd call in I'd quit I'd have to like enroll myself and register myself in hospital therapy and emigrate <laughs> I couldn't no no that is honestly my biggest fear one they're weirdly shallow, those canals. You can see the bottom. Yeah, because you can go paddleboarding in it's them. It's so mossy. You're going to bump into a trolley or body part or a rat. There's definitely a few limbs in there. A hundred percent. Think of the disease. Think of the amount of duck poo. <laughs> or gull poo. <laughs> like you, the people, the canal people. Folk. Folk. <laughs> who swim... Who swims in there? You see, in the more basin-y areas, you see swimmers. Like Paddington Basin? Well, you know, all around like Angel, there's like little basins. I think you should be allowed to swim in there. You shouldn't. Imagine if you found out. I think that's, I don't think. Oh, I don't think it's healthy. I think hepatitis no, is waiting for you. you know, after the Liffey swim at home, don't they all drink loads of brandy and stuff to kill any bacteria? But the Liffey, Oof. it doesn't have a patch on that canal. I can't, it's I just can't like bits in it. <laughs> but like, like bits. <laughs> like bits of people. <laughs> people. Like every bit that is wrong with society. Is in that canal. Yeah. Like it's like swimming in a giant bin. <laughs> you if people you are gross. In, if an e-scooter pushed you in, you'd be like, well, this is my, this is my death. There's no way of getting out of this. So how embarrassing would your funeral be? You just be? float there. You just be like, I'm giving up. <laughs> like, ma'am, swim to shore. No, no, this is my time to go. No, no, no. <laughs> this is the end. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll be fine. I'm just going to die slowly. Imagine your funeral though, that'd be so embarrassing. Like, how did, how did she pop her clogs? <laughs> into the canal. And... No, they would say it was like a river accident, which makes it sound a lot more... Oh, because you can't get ahead of the story because you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> so the trees would get out. Well, you have to just like... You can't get ahead of the story because you're dead. <laughs> you're done. <laughs> what you'd have to do is fake your death, then get ahead of the story. We should do an episode. I was thinking earlier, just my cogs going here... On like famous murder stories and like faking of deaths because mm. people love that shit. Imagine. Where would you go? I wouldn't know where to go if I fake my own death. Sorry. So that's. Oh yeah. You hate e-scooters. The end. <laughs> <laughs> Curtain. I've heard a good few people saying that like one of their new year's resers or what they want to do this year is make a more conscious effort to dating i think in my experience people are either very into dating or they're not at all personally yeah so like they really are into it you kind of have to be like get your head in the game i feel like you kind of have to be like yeah and then the more people get boyfriends and girlfriends then i think those people then go oh 
Maybe I yeah. Doing yeah, and I think it's like sometimes you need to be in like the momentum. Uh, yeah, because then you don't up. think about it that much. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I'm going to date later. But we were thinking about like, we obviously said it in like one of the earlier episodes about like bad experiences and like all the rainbow of colours you can get on a date. Especially in a post-apocalyptic world. Yeah, and like after COVID and stuff. And what we did was we sent out a research team into the field. <laughs> their thumbs were going 90 they on the They had their clipboards, whistles, <laughs> big glasses. And um, white coats. And then like cotton wool, gloves, like everything. They mm. went all over the city. They actually went back to Ireland as well at one mm-hmm. point. Like there was a lot going on. And they gathered a lot of raw data from us, from every sexuality group. I mm-hmm. might, <laughs> I might flag. Yeah. Because we thought there might be a difference. But turns out... But turns out I think there's probably only one thing that might just be in one sexuality group. But just to let you know, we made the effort. So the researchers went all over. They asked every orientation. Yeah. And we found some raw data and we're going to break it down tonight. Break it down. (laughs) So yeah, we've kind of come up with like some do's and some don'ts. However, we do want to stress... Claire and I by no means think that we know what we're doing. This is just our raw, a regurgitation of the raw data. We're basically analysing the data. We're the analytical team. Yeah. The research has been done. We had nothing to do with it. It's been untampered. (laughs) No one's touched it. We've just been given the raw files. And we're breaking it down for you in bite-sized chunks in this episode. Do do what you will. Do what you will. So when you're back out on your dates, maybe this will help. or Or if you're taken and you're... Just want to laugh <laughs> of what happens. Buckle up. Yeah. Right, kick it off. Okay, we'll start with the do's. We'll go into the don'ts. The first thing is uh, what I find really sexy and attractive. And it came in for a number of... I saw this all over my Excel, data. Excel, Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> is taking the initiative. Yeah. I think if I would like nothing more to be texting someone and you're planning the date and then for them to go... I booked a tape for two at the Crispy Chestnut on Saturday. See you there. Book, get it in. Attractive. It's so delicious. It's just like, it shows that you care. But it also shows like you don't have to be led around. And it shows that you're not one of these, oh, I don't mind what you want to do. And I just think it shows that you're excited for the date. And I don't think it matters whether it's like, the gender in that one, you could be like, a girl could do it. Like, where do you want to go? Yeah. I, I think, think I would prefer if a man did it. Because it shows that they do. care. Because I think girls are care naturally more anyway. But there's something sexy about a guy just going, I've booked this place. And you yeah. haven't even had to ask. No. But then for like homosexual relations, it just somebody book. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Here, I, I know. I know the solution no, to I that. I prefer that one. <laughs> but if you make the date if you go hey do you want to go on a date and the person says yes then you go I've booked that's a true. tape for if two. you're the one who's asked the question you should probably do it yeah yeah that's yeah that's true it just I think that's top line matters sorry not matters top line like dating etiquette 100% mm. Num- next one is I just think you should ask questions it shows you're interested and you should be honest when you're answering them oh and you should listen. That's kind of... That's kind of a, a sphere. That's, that's a multifaceted approach to just general conversation, I suppose. <laughs> but I think I've said this in a, as you know, from a previous podcast. <laughs> I went on a date with this one guy and he didn't ask me one question. Not I one. think though socially, anyway, that's like easy. 101 of talking to someone. Yeah. Is like, even if you don't care where they went to school. <laughs> Or where their tennis club is. Just ask. (laughs) Just ask. And I think it relaxes people. Like if you ask a question and you're nervous, it gets them talking and you can kind of settle yourself. And you go, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you have time to kind of settle in. Or else if you're nervous and somebody asks you a question, you can like nervous chatter uh, away. However, I do have to say, don't interview people. Oh no, don't be nosy. That was a bit of the raw data I got too. You know those, you know when people just go, and where do you work? And how long have you been there? Oh yeah, yeah, Do yeah. you know X? Great. Where do you live? That's not... No, then it's getting a bit too inquisitive. 
And especially when you don't reveal the same information. Correct, Amanda. Always smile, be warm and <laughs> and re- be like, oh, I went to that tennis club too. Thumbs up. A, pointy fingers. Yeah. So cop on, basically. Yeah, don't be an idiot. <laughs> don't be an idiot. I feel like eye contact is very important and people, not as scary stare. But I don't like when I'm talking to someone and I feel like I'm staring at them and then they're looking at the door or looking somewhere. Like, I don't want to leer at them. No, and I think that's fine to break the eye contact. But I mean, like... Don't have, like, pervert eyes. (laughs) Yeah, so again, striking balance is important. Don't be... The data said that. (laughs) And another thing, which I feel like is super obvious, but (laughs) really leering at me. (laughs) I'm working on my dating etiquette. Another thing is like, make sure, and you should be doing this already, is treat the waiter nice, treat your taxi man nice, everyone who you have the banter with the barman, with uh, other people in the table next to you, because you will be judged how you treat the people around you. I will, if some, if I'm on a date with someone and they're rude to a waiter, eh, oh ick, my God, goodbye. There is nothing worse. But there's also nothing sexier then your man chatting up the taxi driver and having a bit of crack or having the banter with the barman or the bar lady and then getting like a free shot. <laughs> woo woo. <laughs> I was on a date a while ago. He to the taxi man kept calling him my friend. My man. My <laughs> no, but friend. he was like, my friend. And I was like, in my head, like, stop calling him your friend. <laughs> He's not your friend. <laughs> stop. But agreed. Be nice to the people. <laughs> Circle back my to strike about us. Maybe don't say my friend, but say, dear sir. Is it busy tonight? <laughs> yeah. You must be busy. Because everyone judges you on how, and I, I, you shouldn't really judge people, but I will judge someone on how they treat. If they're not nice to a service person, or if they're just, it just shows that you're not a nice person. I also think this came up in a number of uh, cases and the, particularly uh, my friend Brady, make sure your picture online matches who you are. I know uh, that's, I know that is on, obvious. Though. You need to make sure the person knows what they're meeting on the date. Yeah, but I mean, Don't I think it's all relative. Like, as in, you're obviously going to use your best pictures. Oh, yeah, but I'm meaning... Uh, yeah, obviously don't catfish. But, you know, within reason. One of the girls, um, sorry... A bit of the dad came back. <laughs> <laughs> Said she got catfish and she was just like... You're wasting everyone's time. But she was just like, there is something so uncomfortable about someone lying that much. Yeah. Actually, sorry. I know another piece of data that this person went to the bathroom on the date and they came back and the person was looking at their LinkedIn profile and was like, oh, you are telling the truth like about where you work and stuff. And then they were like... Yeah, and then he was like, oh, right, okay, I actually, what let's say he said his name is Harry. He's like, Harry's actually not my real name. And they had lied about their, like, name, where they worked, and their age. But they revealed it on the date. Yeah, because I think they were waiting for the other person to see if they were who they were, that they, they said they so were. So he was almost in disguise, and then How he was freaky. revealing himself, being like, oh, you're telling the truth, me How too. How freaky coming back to someone that you've just met and they're on your LinkedIn profile. Like, do that in the toilet. But he's admitting it. Also, you can see who's viewed your LinkedIn. That's so weird. So, like, don't look at their profiles when they're in the bathroom. That's just weird. <laughs> it's also, <laughs> hopefully, not a common thing. <laughs> we don't know. There's so much data. <laughs> but I do, like, it. I just think you're... <laughs> if you were to be catfished by someone or they're not, they're not what they say they look like on their profile... You know that that's like the elephant in the room that you're talking to somebody like, oh, how was your day? Blah blah, and both of you are going, you know, I've lied about my photos. You know, I don't. You look feel like, like those they've photos. lied to you already, and you ha- they haven't. You haven't met them. Yeah, and it's it's kind of like well, because like well, how would I get a date if I don't catfish you or fake the pictures? But then you're not going to have a good date worse anyway. Off then when you arrived, you know, if you lied, just use your exactly. nice pictures, but don't over. Obviously, use nice pictures but you, yeah just use real ones or no like like photoshop or, yeah, yeah but i feel like the main things are just listening be nice ask questions don't be freak <laughs> hold the door open hold the door open yeah let her go first look oh. interested look interested <laughs> what <laughs> nothing sorry
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Right, on to the don'ts. Number one, don't go for dinner and definitely don't go to the movies. I don't know why the cinema would be an option on a first date. Hello, nice to meet you. Let's sit beside in silence for two and a half hours. And if we talk... We'll get given out to. <laughs> it's too much. It's second or third date. I would say even say third date when you know them a bit better. I'm going to put my... Or just never? Hand up and say I only like going to the cinema with people I'm really comfortable with. Yeah. Where I can fully relax. Mm. Where it's not, you're kind of like, should I sit like this? You want to get all the snacks you want to get? Yeah. And you can't do that on a date. No. Do you know what I mean? Like I want a jambalaya of treats. I can't <laughs> do that with someone I don't know very well. No. And it's not fun either. No. To watch a movie. Absolutely not. No. And dinner. No no, no. 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 Because it'll be a red flag and an ick if the person has bad table manners. Which, more often than not, they pr- might <laughs> like, need to improve. Yeah. <laughs> I see it. Uh, there was an obscenely high scoring from the data of people <laughs> disliking when other people put knives in their mouths. <laughs> or a lot of the data said cutlery in general. So, you know, the yeah. way they, when they finish, if they leave it in a certain way. Oh. Because that drives me up the wall. Bonkers. Walls. Yeah. Fork and knife together. Together. None of the separations. No, that means Please. you have Please. Oh my God. The data didn't say this, but I have this one. <laughs> Do not use a tissue, scrunch it up, and then put it on top of your empty plate. <laughs> oh, don't do that. Fold it up, slide it under the plate. Or just, or just to hide it to yourself and then find a bin later. No one wants to touch your dirty tissue and I don't want to see it. Another one I hate is when they wag the fork with their elbow on the table. It's like, sorry, are you... This is a bit threatening. Or, or just like an open trough. An open mouth. Correct. Oh. When, no matter how nice the food is, I don't want to see what it looks like when it's broken up by your teeth. And then if you start to talk, then it's coming out in my direction. Especially like as in, I don't like, I mean, I don't eat meat, Mm. but I don't mind when people eat it. Mm -hmm. Also, I don't like a lot of kind of white sauces. If I kind of see that going on in an open trough. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? I don't need to see what it looks like broken down. Yeah. (laughs) Is what I'm saying. I want to see it on the plate or gone. Do you know? 100%. 100%. That's a key one. Also, I think uh, don't, in terms of food, if you are going to go for food, the number one food that you should not order is a chicken wing. Never. Ever. Ever. I find them hard to look at with people I love when they're <laughs> eating them. It's a lot. It's cannibalism. But it's also like the the way you have to eat it. Like It's primal. It's primal. The sauce is so sticky. It's definitely not even around your mouth. It's like on your cheek, your in ear. your ear. Yeah, like above the eyebrow. On your nipple. <laughs> it's everywhere. You would spend the whole time and then your napkins get ruined. Ruined. And I don't want to see a dirty napkin. I don't you think don't. anyone does. And then you're like nibbling along the tiny little bone. Like, I don't enjoy them just because there's so much hassle involved. I, I just don't It's a laborious way. Yeah. Don't oh, girl. Okay. No chicken wings. And also, I find what's annoying if you go to like a pizza, like obviously I would want to eat a whole pizza, but mm. if you're on a date, you can't eat a whole no, pizza. And it's quite clear so how, slim. yeah, it's quite clear how much you've eaten. So you'd obviously give them a slice. You're like, la la la. But then I would still want to eat the whole thing. I just thought of another one. Spaghetti bolognese. 
No. A lot of people don't know how to eat it. No. And then there's this whole, or like noodles, like that kind of food. Slurpy. Where they're kind of, they've taken the fork and then they're just sort of chewing mm. and then kind of a bit falls. Yeah. And then it just goes on and on. I think that's another And like, moment. what an ick if they're like, and like, <laughs> like noodle water, like slaps them in the face. <laughs> yeah. Just be simple. I feel like get like picky food, like tapas. Tapas is a good one. If you're going to go eat food. It's fine to get food on a first date if it's after a rake of drinks. But I think like as a first date dinner. I know gay guys who will go for food when they're not drunk. Which I don't think a girl would be into with a guy. Oh, interesting. That could just be me. It's just one aspect of the data. It was in the data though. It wasn't. The data doesn't lie. Yeah, it was in the data. It wasn't. Then I suppose moving on from eating into drinking. Try not to get too drunk. Is that does that sound a bit? No, it's fair. Oh, it's very difficult though. It's very difficult, and like, look, I love drinking. Plus, but, if you're having fun, but, you know. So yeah, Brady told me this one story, or one of our responders told me this story, and he was like, they he was out for dinner, and this date was beside them, and it was a first date. The girl got really drunk. And was like falling asleep in her chair. And he was like, I can't go in a taxi with her because people will think I'm acting inappropriately. And like he did, the man didn't know what to do. So anyway, the, the restaurant helped him and got her in a taxi, etc. That's what I mean. And Well, yeah. Just don't give yourself the fear. Stemming on from that is one of the pieces of data that I really reveled in. Um, was also don't cry. <laughs> <laughs> don't blubber. Don't, don't cry. One case that I examined over and over again was it was, it was I remember a, that came in the report yeah yeah and I I, I whipped that it out of your hand flew off my desk <laughs> and into my boss so into it yeah <laughs> so I and I was just I couldn't believe my eyes so just while I and that's what I'm just pretty stern on the note don't get too drunk because drinking can make you cry so this what yeah, is why this piece correlation. of data is so valuable to our research <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, <gasps> candidate A goes on a date with his... <laughs> goes so what the doctor would say. Subject A. Heterosexual. He goes on a date with a girl. She wanted to go to this specific hotel because Brody and Spencer Pratt were in the hotel. I like this one. <laughs> so she, much. And she wanted to see if she could see I him. love candidate B already. She got, she got a... <laughs> what no- countries is it? Temple Park. She got annoyed at Candidate A because he didn't know who Brody and Spencer <laughs> Who is she? And can I please have her number? Then she. Oh my god, I love her. Anyway. Then she. <laughs> she. So oh yeah, she was tanking the wines, and he was like, she must have had some previous beverages before scoops. I was. <laughs> Candidate B definitely had some scoops. Like she was dead, like wobbly beforehand. Then she started like the conversation of like Hollywood came up, and then she was <laughs> was going on a date with you. <laughs> it sounds like me. So then she started talking about her modeling career and how it didn't go the way she <laughs> wanted, no, how it didn't go the way she wanted, and then like cried into her cocktail about her failed modeling career. Um, I mean, I would cry <laughs> over that as well. <laughs> But the poor thing, rake a drink, rake a failed drink. modeling career, yeah. and then he didn't know who Brittany were on top of it. That made me cry. So then the candidate was like, oh God, I just, I need to get out of here. So he makes his excuses. He leaves. She gets the hump and she's like, all you men are the same. He was like, I'm just getting out of here. So candidate A, he moved on from the date. Some of his friends were out drinking. He was like, perfect, they're nearby. I'll go meet them. He goes to a bar and I was like, you won't believe I've just been on an absolute roller coaster of a date. He was like, I felt like it was, I was being punked. So he's chatting away to them, blah, blah. And he's like, oh God, I forgot to go get a drink. So he goes to the bar and who's standing beside him in the queue? But candidate B. I did not see his phone for <laughs> was, candidate A. I know, poor candidate A is... So, Sweating, I would assume. <laughs> it was, she obviously copped. Like, oh, you met her prick, so you fucking lied to me. You tell me you were leaving. And you, you tell me you had to be oh, somewhere. Oh, candidate A. Yeah. Ooh. 
Next don't is don't shit where you eat. Just go to another postcode and then go about your night. I agree because then if you're going to go out in an area after and meet people, mm. you want to be out of the area you had the date in. Yeah, I think most dates should be off-site. Off-piste. Yeah, they shouldn't be in your like local boozer no they shouldn't also be... you'll run into loads of people there yeah 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 also think like don't bitch or moan be happy don't go on like a mega rant about how much you hate your colleagues or a being lot, negative a lot of what the research said was um like don't talk badly about your ex or just why don't talk are you talking about your ex i'm not sure but a lot of them were saying yeah don't just don't because i mean it's not going to do you any favors just make you look good that person doesn't care yeah yeah I agree unless you're like saying something in a funny way when you're like oh I hate them yeah I think once you get to know them and then they're like oh I've, I my, yeah. my job bothers me like that date that I was telling in, in one of the previous episodes where he had like a, a raging semi on the date mm. do you remember that correct he like for the first we walked from Chalk Farm <laughs> station to Primrose Hill which I would say is I don't know from memory it felt like eternity but maybe 20 minutes He's from Chalk Farm to Primrose Hill. Yeah, or 10 minutes. It's not that long. Well, he spent that whole time talking about how much he hated his work colleague. Well, I mean, yeah, it's too long to be talking about that. No, thanks. Yeah, I don't want to hear that. Like, uh, sorry, I don't even know your second name. Why do I need to care about, like, <laughs> your the, intricacies, your, the intricacies of your co- your, your colleague's lunch routine? <laughs> or the way he writes his emails. Like, I don't... You have to think about what the person cares about. Yeah, you're you're essentially advertising yourself. You are... Your, your self-PR needs to be on Agreed. fire. That's why I think it's really good to, like, talk about your friends. Mm. And talk about your family. And be like, funny, a hoot, story, a minute. Oh, my God. And this... you'd be like, oh... And then this one time, like, we were travelling. And, like, you know, and then... <laughs> Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, bring them on a whirlwind. Yeah, you want to... Take them on a journey of take your life. Take them on a journey. And yeah. then they'll want to be a part of it. And then you get to decide if they get a plane ticket. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Another one is... More often than not, if guys... Mm-hmm. who want, like, a casual sex thing. Mm-hmm. If it's going to be in a heterosexual relationship with a girl and a guy, it would be the guy who wants the casual sex thing. But, like, don't talk about having friends with benefits, if no. you have them. Or ask someone if they'd be into that. A lot of the data was saying that. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're kind of using the drink as a bumper to be like, oh, would you be into that? No. That's not what the da- a date is for. No, this is for genuine dating with people who want to get into actual relationships. Just, just don't. Because I think on them you can say, I, I'm looking for nothing serious or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Maybe Look, I also, don't be going on a date. I just feel like if you want to have like one night stands with people, don't go on a date with them because you're selling them the wrong... Yeah, just meet someone out in a bar. Meet, meet someone out... I just think that's a better way to like meet someone because you're on the same playing field. I think to wine and dine someone or charm them with your pizzazz and then to go, oh, actually, you only want no strings attached. So off the back of that, paying the bill is a big it's debate. I think it's the question on everyone's mind. <laughs> the data was kind of... Mixed on this. Very mixed. One of our respondents, candidate C, a homosexual male, said... In on gay dates, you better be going round for round and square off the round when you finish the date. So don't finish on an odd. Interesting. Okay. Some someone's paid more. Oh right. Like square it off. I would feel I do that anyway now. Like you owe someone a drink. It's like copping out on a round. I don't think you and I will agree on this for some reason. I'm ready. Go. I think if it's a guy and a girl. I understand the candidate C saying that in a homosexual on a mm-hmm. homosexual date. Mm-hmm. It's A, B, A, B. I totally get that. Yeah. For me, as a heterosexual female, <laughs> it's not that I need someone to pay for me, but it's always nice for them to offer. It's they don't need to follow through. Mm. But I think there's something really sweet and nice about that. It's lovely being treated and being taken out to something. When anyone offers, oh, it lunches on me. Did yeah, when they're me? like, are you joking? And you're like, oh, you're yes. so sexy. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. <laughs> it's so not that it's I nice. need it, but it's just that 
romance isn't fully dead if they do something like that. Mm. I think I would have a general rule of thumb that if the date's going somewhere and you really fancy them and they offer to pay, mm-hmm. up goes my dress. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry. But I mean more like, woo! <laughs> no, but I mean more like curtsy. Not... Oh, sorry. I thought you meant something else. You didn't mean something else. Don't, don't take the data and just throw it all around the place. <laughs> don't scramble my figures. Don't take all the exercises. If, if you're going on a date... Sorry, if you are on a date... Do you think that's why some guys do it? No. Yeah, you see, that's, it. that's, that's where the pain... No, that's what I was only joking about that comment. But that's where paying the bill, you feel like you owe them something. So, not, not like girls feel like, or sorry, people, if someone else pays your bill, you do feel like you owe them something. I don't mean it should be exchanged for sexual favour, <laughs> but it is kind of a, that's why I think the paying the bill is. Oh my God, I never thought about it like that. That's very interesting. Some people might feel a bit guilty that they, I don't know. What, so then they like, Give them head. <laughs> oh god, I don't know. If like no, I'm just wondering. I don't know. <laughs> but that's it. Like, that goes <laughs> sorry. If I am on a date, my yeah. general rule of thumb is, and I'm not feeling it, and I know I will never see them again. You're hugging them goodbye, and you're like, ha ha, see you never. Ta ta. I will make sure I pay my half because you wouldn't want to walk away for them. Paying for your... And they feel like it might be going somewhere. I think you're giving them... It's false advertising. You're promising them. I, I feel like if if I went out on a date with a guy who I really fancied and I yeah. let him pay, then I'd be like, say we went for dinner and he paid for dinner. I'd be like, well, I'll get the drinks at the next bar. Like there's oh, yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of a... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're starting into your like rounds yeah. where it gets more equal. But I, I think that paying the bill is like a suggestion of like, hey, do you take my hand? Is this going somewhere? Shall we go out on the terrace? Should we, should we promenade? <laughs> Whereas, like, if it's not going anywhere, you pay your share, you get out of there, and you no never one's see left them again. No one's left worse off. You'd hate to, like, if you could just go on a boring date with some boring guy and you have a mediocre time. And it's, Bozo. Yeah, some very... Vanilla. Vanilla man. And they think they're having a great time because you're endearing them with all your stories and all your tales and your charisma... And I keep thinking of charisma, uniqueness, nerve and talent. That's because I watched him try great speaks to me. But if you're wowing them, mm-hmm. you're the best thing to happen to them all week. And then you let them pay for your meal. You are selling sad little Simon a fucking yarn <laughs> because he thinks it's going somewhere. And you're like, see you later, bye. So you do have to pay your share. That's such an interesting interpretation of the data. <laughs> I'd argue there's a bit of bias going on. I've run out whiteboard. So many equations up on the board. Interesting. God, that's a real thinker. That's real I think doozy. if you know it's if like, you know, at the end, when you're watching first dates, at the end of the date, that depresses if, me. But if you know you're going to say no to the person, you pay the bill. But then are you also. You pay your like, half. I think that's enough don'ts. <laughs> I want to get negative. <laughs> um, just a whistle stop tour, I would say, of some of the stuff that I came across in the data. Yeah. With Gazer. There was some stuff about not bringing someone back unless, like, your home is in a good state. I think that's fairly obvious. Mm. Yeah, just make sure your home is in good, tidy order. Yeah, don't be gross. Don't be gross. <laughs> Make sure there's toilet paper. Be hygienic. Totally. Just basic hygiene. And like there's nothing worse than like a grubby bathroom that you know hasn't been cleaned in ages. Or like like not. toothpaste gum. (laughs) Or like not warning them that like other people are going to be there or something. Yeah. You have to set them up being like, look, a few of my friends are back here or I live with this person and X. Don't let them walk in blind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In any sense of the word. Give them a briefing. Give them some data. Yeah. Like I did with Mick with the orange peel all over the house. Correct. He knew what he was walking into. Correct. And he probably wasn't that terrified. Um, Some other stuff was about no leather couches. (laughs) Yeah. Or maybe put like, you could put like a blanket over. Yeah, over the leather couch. Um, It's too squeegee when you're having your own around. It's also kind of like hot. But like if people live in rented accommodation and you didn't choose to have leather couches, there's not much you can do. Just to throw. Just to throw. Oh, also, when you're talking, 
No, your turn to speak. That was one of the funniest pieces of the data. <laughs> Thank you, Craig. One don't really interrupt. There's nothing worse than an interrupter. And also, like, let them speak, but, like, don't let it be 15 minutes. Or, you know, let, let allow people their time to shine. Yeah, I think you can still encourage them, though. Yeah, you have but your moment. Th- that piece of the data really, I thought, was spoke, very spoke fun. To you. Only speak when it's your turn. <laughs> no, when it's your turn to speak. We dig a lot of pieces of data, and thanks to all the subjects who submitted. And the data, I mean, was quite oh, overwhelming. It really was. There was one case study where they were paying the bill. They paid the bill, and they were getting up to leave, and they'd gone for like some kind of roast. And like she was putting on her coat, and the food was still on the table. And he picked up the gravy boat and drank it and put it back down on the table, as if it was like finishing a drink. It was a gravy boat. <laughs> and like, it was like, right, where are we going? Well, we're, we're, we're going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> nowhere, pal. <laughs> okay, I'm going to whistle through these ones. We're going to like bish bash bosh them out. How much time do you give and when is it okay to leave the date? If you're not enjoying it. Yeah, obviously you'd stay forever if it was a good date. Am yeah. I right? I feel like an hour and 15. Uh, yeah, I feel like I'd love to do that, but I just don't know how to get out of situations. I would stay. I've stayed on a date for four hours and I knew it was going nowhere. I know, but you don't want to hurt their feelings either. Or you could do it by drinks, like three drinks. That's loads. Yeah, if you know. Yeah, when you know, you know. Yeah. I think, like, we're not here. Don't waste each other's time. And then also make sure you have an out. Like, if it's on your prime real estate, like, Saturday night, be like, oh, I have a Thursday. Also, never give your prime real estate. Yeah, it should always be, like, a Thursday, I think. But Agreed. Two is too short, because, like, one or two, you're kind of loose. Drinks. Yeah. Three, two, no, four. Box off the round. Four drinks, I think. Um, How late to be? For a girl, I think 15 minutes. You'd be 15 minutes? I think that's the max. I think I'd seven. Be, I'd be max 15. Yeah, I think anything over 15 is really rude. I think, and you need to be like really apologetic. I think I gave 10 before. It shows you're not excited, I think, if you're late. It's just you're no, not respecting their time. it's because they had booked the restaurant and I didn't want to go there and be like, it's under his name, be the first one to sit down. Yeah, no, no, that's, I think the man should always be there first yeah. and heterosexual. He actually said like, I thought you'd be like 10 minutes late. Yeah, I, think I don't know seven. if that was an insult or not. <laughs> and, oh yeah, what to drink? I only drink gin and tonic. Oh, that's easy for you. You see, they don't serve strong by rosé in pubs, so I'm a bit goosed. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like a glass of Prosecco? I just else? think, okay, my favourite drink, apart from strong by rosé, is rosé. And that in Prosecco, I just think sometimes has a real hun vibe. And if you're drinking, it's, if you're drinking, say, white wine, red wine, any of the wines... Or bubbles. And they're having a beer. You get, like, it's a lot. I, if someone's judging you off your drink and thinking you're a hun off what you drink, like, yeah, cause see the, you later, sister. The right you know. man, or the, sorry, your right partner won't care drink what you're drinking. Drink doesn't say anything about you. Yes, it does. What? Well, I went toe-to-toe with Mick on Guinness, so. But, like. <laughs> doesn't matter. But I used to think that it did, 100%. I was like, I can't get Bulmer's Light. As I'd be like guzzling. See now, I've never even, I think I've had one beer in my life, so it wouldn't really. See, if you drink a beer and you're on a date with a man and then they'd be like, I, th- I think men do think it's weird when girls drink beer. I think it's quite niche. I think it's more accepted now. I think five years ago. 100p. Girl drinking a beer. Social parameter. Now it's kind of like, now it's with people like, like me. Oh, as I'm having a like, lager. <laughs> lager. Give me a lager. Give me an IPA It's kind of like you're like a Brooklyn chick. Yeah, I think now with the resurgence of mood craft beers, it's more acceptable to, as women, drink beer on a date. Whereas before, we weren't really able to. But no. you, you don't want, if you don't want to get too drunk. See, I have a problem with white wine. I can't drink it because I'll like go la-la. I talk goo-goo-gaga. <laughs> like I don't make any sense. So I can't drink it. I so, would go uh, with your... So it's Guinness all the way. Go with your gut. And now, and to, just to sum up, how to let them down. I what do you say? Know. I don't know. Some respondents have said that they don't agree with me on this. But I think, like, just say, I didn't feel a spark, sorry. Some people find that really offensive. I think it's case by case. I think, like, what if they're really cute? Like, you don't want to let them down. What if they're, like, a little puppy? But, like, yeah. I didn't feel a spark. I don't think you can argue with that. It's chemistry. Or you could just be like, oh, I'm going away. That's lying. I wouldn't want to hurt their feelings if they're a little sweetheart. I'm going away forever? I'm, just, I'm, doing, I'm quite busy. Oh. No, because then you're keeping him on the long finger. Then poor little Kevin is... Only dying for your return. I thought that was a wasp. <laughs> it was a car. <laughs> it was a wasp in my room in February. 
I don't know. I suppose be honest and just be be nice about it. Don't be mean. Mm. Don't ghost. I would say don't because ghost. it'll I, come back. It'll come. You'll get ghosted. I just it's but science. it's not a nice feeling for anyone. No one wants to be ghosted. Mm. When's it okay? To, is it okay to ghost? Unless is there a they're an absolute prick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just want to stop talking to them. But like, if they're a nice person, they treat, are e- treat decently. Treat treat, <laughs> treat the data like. It wants to be treated. The dad is human. The dad is human too. The dad has like. got a heart. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. Yeah. Let's be nice to each other. Clara also um, went the extra mile again. And because her or I aren't professionals, Clara got a bit of a professional opinion and a very exciting professional opinion. Yeah, so a friend of mine used to work in a dating agency in Dublin. And she, you know, I wanted to get a professional opinion. She's, we like professional opinions here. She was six years in the game. She's out of it now. So she's got some dating stories and some dating advice for oh us. Oh my God, I'd say she has insane bits in her locker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm buzzing to hear it. Yeah. Let's yeah. press play. Let's press play. Hey, yeah. Long time listener. First time caller. Oh my God. Well, yeah. So I suppose, look, in terms of my do's and don'ts, I'd say there's definitely more don'ts that I've learned rather than do's. But sure, look, we move. In terms of do's, is it really frivolous to say shower and be on time? Because that was an issue for some people. But that's a whole other thing. I'd say, look, a more important do would be to obviously do have standards and do, you know, have criteria if you need um, people to meet that. But also be open to compromise and be flexible and know that like there's no one out there that's perfect you know that was something that a lot of clients that I would have worked with in the past would have struggled with because well maybe maybe sometimes they think oh, I'm paying for a service I can get perfection but you can't because we're not like manufacturing <laughs> your matches you know what I mean it's not like Argos like I don't have a big 3d printer back here like I'm dealing with other people just like you you know people would have lists and really long lists of things that they're looking for like deal breakers criteria must you know needs requirements of these people um almost like a big spec and just like i just think like the longer that list is the the less of a chance of success that you'll have because you're you're locking yourself into such a a vivid picture that you've created in your head you know i think at the end of the day if you're matched up with someone and if you're in a relationship with someone and the pair of you have look the same goals in life you have the same kind of core values and family values you make each other laugh and you find each other funny and there is a good bit of attraction between you like jesus that's four things i've mentioned there but if you have those four things i think you're laughing i think maybe throw in a bit of respect there actually too on hindsight (laughs) but like i think if you have those things you're on to a winner and i think outside of that people can get caught up in the more kind of fluffy things let's say that aren't really that important in the long run run you know like does he need to be into the l sunday hikes is that really a deal breaker like do they need to be a vegan do they need to be six foot three or above no like those are all just things that you're kind of manufacturing in your head the amount of women who would say oh he needs to be over six foot like he has to be a tall guy and like i'm interviewing these people and they're like i'm five foot eleven some of these clients will be five three, five five, and they're saying it needs to be six foot or six foot three. You've never dated a guy under six foot. Why is that important? Like, in terms of attraction, there's more to a person than that. You know what I mean? Like, I think people do generally make these things up in their head as boxes to tick. And if you scaled it back a little bit, you could realize that you've missed out on an awful lot of great, great, great people. And um, because of this little rule you've made, and I've done that in the past, like I was obsessed with getting with someone taller. Um, my partner's 5'10", I'm 5'11". I, I didn't die. It's fine. <laughs> it's not that bad. No, it's great. And like I, I often look back at maybe a lot of people I would have missed out on because of that silly little rule I had. Obviously, that's just one thing. Loads of people can have diff- deal breakers you know you know professional deal breakers you know they have deal breakers in terms of lifestyle you know other kind of physical attributes as well too like the list can be as long as your arm you can you can really can if if you gave someone a four page to describe their perfect person they would eventually fill it but if you kind of rubbed out all the stuff that were weren't necessary you'd be left with only a few things you know what i mean and i think those are the things you need to focus on and if you as long as you get those things ticked off your grant in terms of don'ts 
I'd say don't have double standards. I know I could say things like don't be flaky, don't be rude, don't order chicken wings. But, you know, I think an awful lot of people have a lot of double standards. And I think it's so important to just be self-aware and to know what you're bringing to to the table and what you're not bringing to the table. A awful lot of men and women struggle with that. But anyways, look, in terms of another don't, <laughs> there, <laughs> there, have been, there have been some doozies. Like, there's been some doozies on, uh, you know, just in terms of what people have told me they've been met with on dates. Like, one guy, like, she ordered, like, a main, let's say, and he ordered a bowl of soup and a portion of chips. And he proceeded to dip each chip into the soup and then suck the soup off the chip (laughs) and then like discard the chip back down like and then do it with another chip so then at the end he was left with like an empty bowl of soup and like a plate of like sucked chips (laughs) and like the girl was telling me about this and she was like like I had to watch that. Like she was like, it was the most. Like, I don't. I don't know how she, she managed to stay there. But like, if there's any sort of area where you can kind of put in that as a specific, don't. I know it's a bit niche, but like, just don't be a psychopath. <laughs> um, and I would say, look, another another top tip would be like, only enter into the dating world if you're in a position to, you know, you know, settle down and be in a healthy relationship. An awful lot of people feel external pressures to meet someone and they're doing every other single person no favours because there are so many genuine people out there who really want to meet someone or are in a good place to do that but they're being met with people who are just not in a position to be meeting someone for loads of reasons whether they're not over someone else whether they're not in a healthy mental space or they need to work on things themselves before entering into a new relationship whatever it is maybe they're too busy maybe there's no room in their relationship in their life for a relationship at the moment but like one one story that sticks in my mind would be I had to like literally talk to I had to talk a client into going on a date before and afterwards I told myself I'm ne- I'd never do that again because it wasn't fair on the person who was inside waiting for her to go in but basically she wasn't over her ex she was in the car pulled up outside the restaurant and the song Desperado came on <laughs> and her partner was very much into the Eagles apparently and it just completely set her off and she was bawling crying outside the restaurant now she did go in eventually she was quite late but like I can't imagine that day went well like she wasn't in a position to be dating clearly you know what I mean if that's where you're at we're listening to today fm or any sort of radio station and Mel golden oldie comes on sets you off that's when you need to need to take a step back and log off tinder you know what I mean so also just lol at it being the song desperado <laughs> But anyways, uh, that would be another, I don't know if that's a do or a don't, but just be in a good place and be ready to date. I think that's really basic and really obvious, but there are an awful lot of people, like as every single person knows, there's like, I'd call, so, you know, people think they're messers or time wasters or weirdos or whatever, but like, there's just people who it's just not their time. And I just think, imagine if all, it was a mass exodus, how easier it would be for the people who were left, you know? That was nice to get like a professional insight, considering <laughs> yeah. you and I aren't. <laughs> so thank you for that. Thank you for opening your locker. What sage advice? So thank you very much. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed our unsolicited and very unprofessional advice about the do's and don'ts of dating thank you to all our raw data subjects for giving us some great stories yeah your time is very valued by uh 30 30 and perishing hq we really appreciate it at the hq yeah our laboratories were (laughs) on fire (laughs) there was paper going everywhere (laughs) there was like red lights with um baggage belts Just of raw data and it was coming in at light. There was buns and burners. I will say that when we made the trigger to say, get the data, the rate at which you came back in was extremely quick, wasn't it? I found the data subjects were so... Engaging. Buzzed to to give us the data. And it was great to get such a mix of qualitative and quantitative figures and research. That's, That's so... 
True. Yeah, so it's been a busy week here at uh, 33 and Pershing HQ. L- Laboratories. Yeah, HQ is exhausted. I feel like if we did TV ads, they'd be like those L'Oreal ones that like... What's that one with the curly hair? No, a- Andy McDowell, no? Yes! I feel like she'd be like, hey, so this is <laughs> been any bad dates recently. <laughs> We've got some tips. And you'd have your arms crossed. Yeah, yeah, and everyone's wearing white. It's like Trini and Susanna with dating. Totally. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Once again, thank you for telling your friends mm-hmm. about us and listening to older episodes. We love that you're coming along for this ride with us. Yes. Hopefully you'll get to visit the HQ soon if we have any public visits. Yeah, tickets might be on sale soon. <laughs> uh, look forward to hearing from you next week. Yeah. And obviously don't forget or- to follow myself and Clara yeah. on Instagram at Classy Cabana. Why is it Classy Cabana? I always mean to ask It's like a play this. on Clara Cabanah. Cla- well, people call me Class. My dad hasn't called me Clara in years. Classy. And I'm then so Cabana. 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 It's very, like, tropical. I love it. I, I don't know. It came to me one day. No, I love it. Um, so, at Classy Cabana and at Soph underscore lines. Once again, if you want us to talk about anything specific, if you want to... Get into our DMs. Yeah. If you wanted to hear any more raw data. We are here to... Our scientists are on the line. The researchers are on the front line of the baggage belt. And to sing us out, da da. <laughs> you the Lady Gaga song? Gaga, ooh la la. Da da, ooh, no? No, it's Gaga, ooh la la. Da da, ooh la la. Da da, ooh la la. Da da, rama ra. Want your bad data. Ooh, Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.